Welcome to the Water Walkers podcast. Every Christ follower experiences moments like Peter when Jesus called him out of the boat to walk on the water. This podcast can help encourage other leaders as you learn to follow the voice of Jesus as Peter did. I'm excited to introduce Mari Renee. Mari is a lifelong entrepreneur and now does consulting and has authored a book called Making God Number One in Your Business. If you're following along on video, I've got the book here to show you. I've greatly enjoyed this book. It gives language to a lot of my own personal study into the heart of Jesus for business and a lot of practical insight from an entrepreneurial perspective. Mari was born and raised in North Dakota, lived and did business in Virginia for many years, and now lives in the Phoenix area. As you'll soon see, she's a visionary thinker, and I've been encouraged by her enthusiasm, and I'm sure you will be too. Enjoy. Well, Mari, thank you so much for joining today's podcast. I am so excited for you to be a guest, for us to get to have this conversation All the conversations we've had so far have been a great encouragement to me. Your book has been a great encouragement to me. Uh, Highly recommend it. So we'll get a chance to talk about that. But just to kind of start us off and uh, begin our conversation, one of the icebreaker questions that you selected just to get us started and introduce people to yourself is what animal do you most identify with and why? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. And I love talking to you. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Dog, I have a Belgian Malinois. A lot of people don't know what that is. They're usually police dogs or soldiers. And I just got one for a pet. (laughs) So she's an amazing dog, extremely intelligent and a lot of fun. And that is one of the things spare time is um because she's so incredibly smart i can teach her a new trick or a new something so easily so quickly that that's what i like to do on my spare time among other things but that's one of my great joys in life is hanging out with my dog her name is samantha and i call her sammy oh that's great oh how fun to hear maybe one of these days uh you can bring her on for a guest appearance in the camera or something (laughs) that on my show I'm like I should have dog in a studio for a day (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, well just to share a little bit about your story and some of your background so that people can get an idea of some of your experience your life is full of experiences and insights that you've gained over the years that you love to share with other leaders including both the sunny days and sometimes the stormy days And you've seen God show up and you've seen God redeem some difficult situations. And I know there's some people who will be listening to this who might be in a stormy period of their life right now. So I wondered if you could share a little bit of your story and how God has shown up for you in the storms. Sure. Well, originally I grew up in Bismarck, North Dakota, and I lived in uh, Virginia in the D.C. area for most of my adult life. And my ex-husband and I had moved back home to North Dakota and it'd be close to family and stuff. And I was doing really well, you know, healthy, wealthy, um, semi-retired, everything was going great. And I went from that to divorce from a 21 year marriage and not so healthy, broke all, all kinds of things. Just my whole world just went upside down and I almost died. And when I came out of a, a surgery, you know, they weren't sure if they were going to be able to save me or not. And 
I woke up and I, and I was alive and it was a long recovery, but I know that God, you know, uses your weaknesses for good, but I didn't really relate to that until this period in my life. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm still here. So what, what are you going to do with me now? What's your plan and purpose for me? Because everything is gone. Like everything I had has been stripped away and I have to start over. I'm in my fifties and this is just a big struggle and I'm not sure what to do. And I need you. And, um, he, somehow I made it through all of it. It miraculously, there were things that he did for me that I can't even explain wow. how I made it financially, how I got out of that surgery, how I survived through all of it. And one thing that I did have though, always was the peace of having him with me. That is a big deal. But he, okay, this is what I got for you. And he gave me a title of a book, he said, making God number one in your business. And at first I was like really excited. I'm like, the world needs this. This is great. And you're asking me to do it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh no. Um, well, I didn't go to seminary school. I'm not a pastor. How am I going to write a book about God? <laughs> you know, like, and a lot of things happened. It's a really long story, but all of a sudden one day I'm just like, okay, God sat down at my laptop. I typed the title and I said, well, okay. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. And this was the first time in my life where I had a, a true—I call it a Holy Spirit download. I know the Holy Spirit's always with me and guiding me and everything, but I had never had this experience before, and it's very difficult to explain. But it was the most incredible experience of my life, and all of those things that happened to me, all that upside downness of my life and everything. All of that just kind of went away. I just forgot about it because this Holy Spirit download was just such an incredible and wonderful experience. And the word started flowing through me onto the laptop. You know, this book just started happening. And he made me work too. I had to look stuff up and he was digging things out of my past to remind me to and have me put those experiences in the book as well. But when that was over and the book was written, I'm like, okay, now what? Right. <laughs> and really, you know, I had, I, I was an entrepreneur for over 20 years. I had flooring stores and construction companies and all kinds of different businesses. And I was very successful in those businesses, but this was different. This wasn't my wheelhouse. And then he said, well, now you need a workbook because people shelve a book and they don't really do, you know, apply the tools in the book. And we don't want that. We're going to do it. And then he said, now you need to go to churches and start setting up small groups. You know, some churches call it uh, Bible study, small groups, connect groups, you know, yeah. just small groups together. And he said, okay, so now gather up in churches, these small groups of business owners so they can do this as a group. And I was like, okay, that's exciting until, um, I was really struggling with that and like trying to get the churches that I had gone to most of my life on board and that didn't happen. So finally I moved, I'm in Arizona now and things are going great down here because I found out that it's all in God's timing. It's been a three year and it's, if you'd have told me three years ago, it was going to take three years to get to where I'm at now. I would have freaked out. <laughs> I would have said, Oh no, what do I do? You know, I, I can't do this for three years. And I think that's why God only gives us a piece at a time, the piece that we need for today. Because if he gave us the whole picture, we'd probably quit because <laughs> we wouldn't know if we would be able to do it. So I'm grateful to God that he 
only gave me the pieces that I needed when I needed them, because that was how I was able to stick through this whole mission and continue to move on. So that's kind of my story. <laughs> yes. So, uh, as we're going through, you know, many of us go through parts of our life that feel like stormy periods or there's uncertainty or there can be unexpected turmoil. And I wonder just through your story, what have been the things that have helped you hold on during those times? Is there like a particular activity or tool or people that you lean on or how do you navigate some of that just personally in your own life? Well, I found this uh, app called the Uversion app. I don't know if you've heard of that or not, but I really like that app. I found that a few years ago. And that in, in the Bible, every morning I start out my day the same way in his word, in prayer. I cannot start my day without him first. And I found that when I made that habit every single day, starting out with him first and then you know, my quiet time, working out, just certain things. And I have this morning routine. I know there's still going to be storms during the day. There's going to be ups and downs, bumps in the road. But when I started out with him and then ended at night with a little bit of prayer as well, when I started in my day with God, I have peace and I have him to hang on. To. I, I credit all, all of me getting through all of that to taking the time to be at his feet, like they say, put it, put it all at his feet. Otherwise I, I wouldn't have done it. Um, I just wouldn't have been able to get through it. Yeah. It's remarkable that Jesus is there with us in those times. We can feel alone. We can feel like everybody else has left or that nobody else would want to step into that moment with us, but Jesus always will. So that's, that's so encouraging. Thank you for sharing that. Wanted to mention too, talking about the book, and again, you share a little bit about the way that it came about, how you wrote it, a Holy Spirit download, and the research that you did. This thing is full of Bible references, of personal experience, stories, real practical insight, right on down to some really simple just business leadership. I love it. It's got a lot of entrepreneurial insight. It's, I don't know, there it's almost can't compare it to anything. It's very, very interesting the way that it's put together and what the Lord really packaged together through you in this book. So I'm so thankful for it. And I just wanted to give you a chance to share a little bit more about it. What kinds of things are you hoping that business leaders and communities will get through your books? Well, thank you for the kind words and all glory to God for sure on this. I think I finally figured out why he picked me to do this. Never, I've read some since I did this book. I have read some books on God and business, and they were they weren't practical for me. Uh, they just didn't have a lot of practical use. And God knows that I'm a very practical person. I like things just easy, and and I and I'm. Um, he gave me business skills and most of those business skills have been to like streamline and, and make a turnkey business out of my businesses and stuff like that. It's easy and simple to follow. And I'm quite sure that that's part of the reason why he chose me to do this because I wasn't equipped to go way deep into theology and over the average business owner's head with all of this stuff, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, um, 
think that's why he chose me. I'm not sure. You can never know for sure what God right. does or why. Um, I think that, you know, what I really want, what I want most out of this, which would bring joy to my heart, is to see business owners all over the world get together in small groups and expel on it. You know, the, the book has a lot of great tools. And when you have a group of people together all discussing these tools, they can expand those tools into something much greater than the book. And I found that people are doing that already and it's so exciting. And I found that people are, are getting um, information out of the book that I didn't even, that I didn't intend. Well, I didn't really intend a lot of stuff because, you know, it came from him, but it's been very exciting to watch this un unfold and what people are getting out of it and lives and businesses being changed. And all I, all I wanted ever from God in all of this is two things. One is to just be a part of something much bigger than me and help the, the business world. I have a very big passion for small businesses, always helping small businesses. I want them to grow, but I want them to grow with God. Yeah. And the other thing is when I go to heaven, I just want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So I'm working as hard as I can to hear those words someday. And I know I don't earn my salvation, but I want to, I want to, get those, I want to hear those words. And I just want to be a part of something that will be good for the world. That's all. Mm. And it is amazing when, when it is a message that's here in this book, and I'm sure in many other books that you're going to write. But it's a message that comes from the heart of God, and it does kind of take on a little bit of a life of its own. And as people read it, and they're they're uh, receiving things through it that are just again from the Lord. The Lord is just kind of imparting things as it goes. And one of the things uh, that I, I want to share a little bit of what really stuck out to me in the book: you and I are both kind of movement thinkers, and you have this part of the book just about exponential connections and that chapter nine on planting. I think we would both say that you don't have to be a vocational minister to serve Jesus or that a business leader can have a vital role in Jesus' redemptive plan and in impacting and reaching people in the community. So years ago, uh, as I was studying global trends and I was even looking at passages of biblical prophecy, I became convinced that Jesus is raising up a movement of grassroots relational business leaders that would be for the completion of the Great Commission. It'd be for great expansion and impact in the kingdom of God through business leaders, not like only business leaders, but as, a, as, a, as an emphasis uh, greater than what it is today. So as I, as I looked at that, as I prayed through that, you know, for me, it's it sounds like a great concept, and I pray into that and dream about that. But looking through even just chapter nine of your book, you actually give some insight into what something like this could actually look like. The way that our businesses are so connected in, in ways that we don't often measure just through those ordinary interactions that we have with customers and vendors and this just really piqued my interest. So I wanted to talk about that for a moment. Like, what do you think happens in a community where business leaders can experience a spiritual awakening and make God number one in their business? What kind of impact do you imagine that having? 
Oh, huge impact. You know, my favorite word is exponential and God can do things exponentially. And when I realized the vision that he was giving me with, you know, the average person comes across maybe a couple hundred people um, in their lives. They, you know, a couple hundred acquaintances. But in my experience with this, I realized that I knew thousands of people and I had reached thousands of people in, in many different ways. So I started looking at that, like that chart that I have on there. Okay. So you have your customers and your vendors and your employees and, and, and things just kind of trickle. And I, I don't trickle, not trickle down, but they just trickle, you know, to others. And when you think about a business owner and all the people that they come in contact with, and then they come in contact with, and it can just grow exponentially. I feel that business owners have the advantage of reaching many more people than just the average person that just goes to a job with the same, you know, 10 or 20 or 30 people that they work with every day and their other activities. And how I think it can get into the community is people see, people notice the difference in someone who really truly has a Christ owned business versus a Christian owned business. They see you and your people and how they interact with you know, the, the vendors and the, and the employees and the customers. And when people see that, I, I had people come to me sometimes saying, how do you stay so calm in the storm, so to speak? Or how are you doing that? Or what's different about you? And, and, and it's really hard to describe. But they see the light. They see the light of Jesus. And it's contagious. And it also is a segue to leading people to Jesus. Because when they see that, hope and joy and peace in your life and how much you love your business and you love your customers and you love your community, people notice and they want to know why and they want to know how, how are you doing that? What a great segue to say, because I have Jesus and Jesus right. owns my and he's, he's running the show that I'm not alone anymore at the top. I'm not at the top. I have the Trinity at the top and oh, the peace that that's the, the greatest joy I've had so far with people who have um, come back to me that have read the book that have said, I love my business again. I have, I have a peace and joy about my business that I didn't have before. And what more could, you know, how much more could you feel your heart <laughs> than to hear things like that? And it will spill over into the community, especially when you are not afraid, you know, Jesus said not to be ashamed or to hide your faith in him. So when you pour that faith into the public, people see it and it changes communities, families, changes everything. It sure does. And I encourage everybody who's listening, when you get a copy of this and you get to chapter nine and there is a little chart and it kind of explains this exponential mindset and you can chart out, imagine just for a moment and apply it to your own business. The number of customers that your business interacts with in a month or the vendors that you interact with in a month. And for a lot of businesses, those business leaders are interacting with more people in a month than most people will interact with in several years. And so even just sitting down and thinking that through and even writing that down, how many people is my business touching? Every one of those interactions can be an intentional opportunity to encourage, to Sow the seed of the gospel, even just in the way you represent Jesus with the ordinary operation of your business. And 
Just like you said, the way that you acknowledge Jesus and give him credit for what he's doing in your work and in your life, uh, even just sharing your story. I mean, it is, it's remarkable. So to imagine that one business owner with all of these interactions and then clusters of business owners and communities all across the country doing the same thing and clusters of those all around the world as an organic grassroots movement of business leaders with millions of interactions who are being intentional with what God's given them. That just, just thought, wow, this actually, this is not as complicated as I thought. Uh, it's so, so neat. So uh, I really appreciated that and just began to dream about what can that do in our world? What difference, what kind of difference can that make? It's not just for the sake of wealth or for the sake of prosperity and success, but it's what were the lives that we're touching and those strategic relationships that God has given us. Uh, man, I just thank you so much for putting that in there because that to me, as I was reading that was just thinking, oh my goodness, here it is. <laughs> I hadn't quite known how to talk about it like that, but you did it. So thank you. It was interesting how God puts things into us because Many years ago, I had tried a network marketing business. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's where that chart came from is network marketing. And I always wondered why I had to go through that. And um, it's it, it, he, like I said, he brought things back to my mind that I had done in the past. And he knew what I was um, passionate about. And my favorite word being, you know, like exponential and things like that. And it's, it, it was bizarre how he brought it all through me, but it was exciting because I just get goosebumps when I think about it. You know, I, I look at that chart and I think, what if there was a million of those small business owners, you know, at the top of that chart, can you imagine what that could do for our whole world? I just, I, I can't even, I can't fathom it. Right. So this this book is a great tool and I would really encourage people to go on and grab it. I'm sure there are other books in the works. I'd love to talk about that for a moment, too. But just to make sure that nobody misses out on this, uh, where can people get a copy of your book? You can go to maurirene.com, M-A-U-R-I-R-E-N-E.com, or it's on Amazon. There is also a workbook. There's a, a book Making God Number One in Your Business, Integrating Faith with Business Practices. And so far, there's one published workbook. It's It can be used just one person or a group of people together. To, I really encourage a group because you can expand more on it. And so far, that's that's what we've got going on. Wonderful. And where can people, is it the same place? I'll put the links in the show notes so that if you're looking for it, go there. I'll put a direct link there. The best way for people to reach out to you. Yeah, just email me at maury at maurirene.com. That's the best way to get a hold of me. And please do. Anyone who has questions, um, comments, um, you wanted to talk about future books. Well, I need the comments from people to know what they need out there. And I've had quite a few people say, could you write a whole book on chapter whichever? Wow. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, had a few people say oh there's a few chapters in here i need more help with there's just not enough detail and the book would have been like you know yeah, 10 inches huge. tall <laughs> there's no way no one wants to be overwhelmed with a book like that so there are some books in the new books in the works but i really want to get information 
and recommendations from all the people out there who are reading it to help me to understand what I need to go for next as far as um, asking the Holy Spirit, what book should be next and how can I help people? And I'd love to get the feedback. So please email me at maury at maurirene.com with any questions, recommendations, comments, anything that you want to talk about. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm going to be continuing to recommend this book. Many people who listen to the podcast already know about my Omega business groups. And those groups are going through a lot of the biblical substantiation the biblical reasons why we believe business leaders are so important in the kingdom of God and how they're going to be used even in the fulfillment of the Great Commission. So even as we're looking at it from a biblical perspective, why we believe these things and how we can begin to prepare ourselves to be part of that movement, this becomes like a textbook, this book, Making God Number One in Your Business. So we're going to be bringing that along with us in Omega Business as well, which I'm excited about. But Mari, I just want to say thank you again so much for your time. I've really loved having you on the podcast and cannot wait to do this again. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love visiting with you. So anytime. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Be sure to check out ServantLeaderNetwork.org for more helpful resources for your leadership journey. And always bring your water walking shoes. <laughs>